Got dreams of being a professional podcaster, but have no idea what you're doing? This is impossible. That's about to change. A new kind of school. Welcome to the Pod School Podcast. Hello. Today's show is all about how to set yourself up for podcasting success because you know I don't want you to fail. I'm very interested in you being a successful podcaster, and the way you do that is by having a high-quality show. But before I get to that... Exciting news. My online podcasting course, PodSchool, is now open. You can check out all the details at podschool.com.au. You don't have to join the wait list anymore because it is open and you can jump straight in right now if you are ready to get started. So I would love to help you get your show out to people's ears. Not only would I love to show you the nuts and bolts of how to do that, but also the best practice way to do that so that you can make sure that if you are going to be a podcaster, you are a successful one. Enrollments close this Friday, October 9th. So So if you want to jump in, I would love to see you inside the course. So let us talk about some of the things you can do apart from joining me in pod school, of course, to make sure that your podcast is a success. I know I mentioned this so many times on like a bloody broken record, but when you are coming up with your idea, please think about your audience. Think about your listeners. Think about the people that are going to be listening to your show. Design your ideal listener. Make sure you are making your decisions for them because you are much more likely to come up with an idea that people will enjoy enjoy and seek out and want to listen to if you have an audience in mind. So make sure that's at the base of everything that you do rather than your ego because that never gets us anywhere. Second thing is to choose the right podcast niche. So if you've got an idea and it's pretty broad, you've got to think about the fact that it's quite difficult to compete if there are already established shows and brands out there in the broader niche. So for example, if you are brand new to podcasting, you also don't have a huge following and you're starting and you want to do something in the fitness space, doing something generally fitness, it'll be really hard to compete because there's a lot of stuff out there, a lot of big names. Of course, if you have a following already and you have a big name, then that's another thing entirely because people are probably just really interested in how you do things because you've already got people interested in your content. But if you're starting out, you want to try and find a niche that means that you can stand out in a crowded marketplace because ideally you don't want to be drowned out with the noise of other shows. So looking around at what is already there is a great idea um, and working out how you can fit. Where's the little hole that is you? shaped that there is also an audience for. So really think strategically about your idea and the best way to execute it and the niche that you can feel really comfy in because that'll just serve you much better when people are trying to find your show. It's much easier to find an audience as a new podcaster when you are really easily definable. So that's where thinking about your niche comes into it. The next thing I want to talk about is passion because you really need a lot of it if you are going to make it through the often deathly quiet early weeks, months, or maybe years, who knows, of people not coming to your podcast. So you need to have a really realistic understanding of how many potential listeners you'll probably have. There's no single answer to that question. And you can go back to an earlier episode around podcast downloads to get a sense of the general number that most shows get. And it's quite surprising. You would be surprised that it's a lot smaller than you think it is. But you want to have a passion for the project because If it does take you a long time to build an audience and a significant audience at that, and if you are only talking to a few people each week or 10 people or 50 people or 100 people, and that doesn't feel like enough to you or where you want to get eventually, then you are really going to have to love what you do. You have to feel like podcasting is something you have to do, like it is in your bones and that the idea is really something you're passionate about. And that will help to push you through the hard times, but it will also really translate to an audience 
audience. And it's that passion and interest that makes those people who do show up feel like, oh my gosh, I love this show. I love this person. I'm going to tell my friends about it. And really turning up for your audience is one of the best things you can do if you want to grow your podcast and have it be a success. Because word of mouth, while slow as a snail, is still a really great way to get more people to listen to your show. And people are passionate about content where the presenter feels like they're passionate about it. So you want to make sure that you love doing it so that those cold, lonely winter nights do not seem so cold and lonely because you're doing something that you love and there are a lot of other benefits to getting content out there in the early days. You know, you are building up your personal profile, you are adding content to a website that you've got or expanding a business or just creatively fulfilling yourself. Like there are so many other reasons why podcasting is great that should give you the patience to wait out the time that it takes to grow your audience. And if you don't get big numbers, don't worry, just turn up for those people who have turned up for you and really make them feel like you love being there because you can still monetize a little show. You just need to have a really engaged, interested audience. And the only way you'll do that is if you're passionate about what you're doing. Next, think about audio quality. Gone are the days where you can sit in your kitchen talking into the built-in microphone on your computer and think that that is good enough. There are shows out there that sound amazing and there are only really small things that you need to do at home to get your show sounding just as good. So have the respect for your listeners ears to think, I really want this to sound as high quality as possible. A platform might be convenient, but your audience doesn't care if it was convenient for you. They care how it sounds at the end. So think about audio quality always if you want your show to be successful. If you don't care, then don't worry about it. But if you do want your show to be professional and successful, then you need to make sure that it sounds as good as it possibly can. Last week, I talked about finding the right format and length for your show when you're thinking about podcasting. And one of the things I'd add to that is the importance of coming up with a format and content that has legs. So you might be better off maybe separating things into seasons. That might actually give you a better chance of success because doing a show every single week for the rest of time might burn you out really quickly or there might not be enough content. So it might be easier to do it in seasons if it's a great idea, but it just doesn't have legs for 52 weeks of the year. But the other thing to think about is just making sure that it is an idea that you can flesh out for a long time because it's easy when you are starting to think, oh, I've got all the ideas in the world. And then three weeks in, you think, oh gosh, what am I going to do next week? That's hard. The other thing that can be difficult if you're thinking about doing a show with guests, the idea of that is great, but I can tell you booking guests, it's a lot of work and you can't guarantee that your schedule is going to fit in with their schedule or that you're going to be able to book somebody every week. So if you're not recording ahead of yourself, which you absolutely should be, you can get in a real pickle sometimes. So So just make sure that you've thought about all of the ways that things could go wrong so you can make sure that you've got a format that's as simple as possible to come up with content consistently in so you don't get sort of three weeks in or five weeks in and think, oh goodness, I've committed to something that I cannot continue. So put some thought into that at the beginning. I mentioned there recording interviews ahead of time. I would always advise batch recording if you can at all. It is such a good way to help you um, not fade out when you are podcasting. There are a lot of podcasts that just fade into oblivion because it gets too hard basket and they think, oh, good Lord, I didn't think it would be this much work. If you are batch recording, so recording episodes in batches, you might record two in a day, you might record eight in a day, 
you know, if you can get as much done in one go at a time so that you've got eight weeks of content, three weeks of content, even two weeks of content done at a time rather than having to turn it around every single day, you will just thank yourself. It'll be so much easier to keep that show going than it will be if you're trying to go week in, week out, especially if you've got a job and other commitments and things on top of the podcast. So make sure if you can, you are batch recording and also just have realistic expectations. You know, you want to go into this thinking that it's going to be amazing and you're going to, you know, be talking to Oprah or whatever like that, of course, like we're all looking for stratospheric goals, but you really need to go in there thinking about the passion for the project, trying to turn up for your audience every single episode. And then everything that comes after that is just the cherry on top. So be realistic about what is achievable, especially when you're coming up with timelines. You know, don't be saying I'm going to have a million listeners in six months because, oh, it's going to be a sad old party at the six month mark, I can tell you right now. So just make sure you're going in there and thinking honestly about what is achievable so that then you can hit milestones and goals and you'll feel much better about yourself, it'll be much easier to keep going. Um, Once you actually get into the show, it's really important to promote the crap out of it. I can't stress this enough. And a lot of podcasters will just do one tweet saying, my episode's out with a link to the episode and that's it. And you just can't build an audience with that. You've got to try and go into every episode and break out as many different types of content, audio grabs, quotes, you know, make tiles for social media and create a whole bunch of different assets so that different people can see different things. And there are multiple ways that people can engage with your content because one link to an episode when they don't know you isn't going to be very compelling. Um, So you want to make sure that you are doing everything that you can to get your content out in front of eyeballs and ears in different ways that can entice people. Somebody might not be interested in a quote, but they might see an audio grab and they might find that really interesting. And it might have the same quote that you had written on a tile, but it just might engage somebody differently. So you want to make sure that you're giving as many different people as many options to engage with your content and find it interesting. So you need to be promoting like crazy if that's not something you're comfortable with. I get it. It feels ick sometimes. One of the best things you can do is get yourself a scheduling tool so that you can just schedule all your social media posts ahead of time. If you're trying to do that every week, oh, it can get overwhelming and a punish and you'll just go, I can't be bothered. I'm sure they'll find it. But you really do need to continue continually post about your episodes and not just share them once, you know, share them multiple times because there's every chance that somebody watching Twitter might not see it until the fifth time you post about it. So having a scheduling tool can make that part of things a lot easier. And then the final thing I'd say is before you start, if you can do any kind of practice of the process, that can really help you out. So everything from recording, editing, putting the show notes together, creating those social assets, coming up with a structure and a workflow so that when you get started, you know exactly what you need to do for each episode, but you also know generally how much time things take. So you're not jumping in on the first week and thinking, yep, this is going to be a breeze. And then you think, oh my gosh, it's five days later and I still haven't finished editing my episode. I didn't realize how long it was going to take me. So you really want to know how long it's going to take you to do each of the elements so that you can be really well prepared when you go into it. And of course, check out PodSchool, my online podcast podcasting course where I take you step by step through everything. It is, as I mentioned, open now. You can head to podschool.com.au and get right in there. If you are already on my email list, you will have received an email from me about it. 
And it's a mix of lessons that take you through everything from idea generation all the way to monetizing your show, but also a bunch of video tutorials as well, where I step you through the process of uploading your show to the directories, editing. I take you through some editing techniques, um, basically all of the nuts and bolts of the how-to bit of things. I make sure that I show you how to do that. So I'm not just saying submit your show to the directories, find out how to do it on your own. I actually show you and a lot of my students will kind of open up my um, course on one side and then open up the screen on the other and do it as I'm doing it so they can walk along with it because who wants to do it alone when you don't know what you're doing what a crummy place to be come and do it inside pod school with me instead but make sure you jump in before this Friday when enrollments close all right I will see you next week would love to see you inside pod school make sure you check it out at the website and until then happy podcasting that's all for today 